What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And on today's episode, we'll talk about where the Bears now rank in the power rankings across the internet. We'll also get into some of the comments Byron Pringle made about Justin Fields and his composure. And then we'll also talk about getting ready and the announcers that are set for week our week two game against the Green Bay Packers. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, what's going on? Thank you for joining. Thank you for tuning in. You guys already know it's Hayes holding it down for C-Dub and Bobby. And make sure you guys are here for the live stream tonight that goes down every Wednesday in which we interact with you guys. It'll be all three of us holding it down then. But today and right now on the daily episode we're going to talk about the bears power rankings and where they're sitting right now this is a fun thing to do i think i'm going to start doing this every week and make this a weekly thing just going through the power rankings in a lot of different sites and seeing where we sit did we rise did we fall and so we're going to start off with espn so espn's power rankings this week has us at 25th that's exactly where we ranked last week was 25th they were one of the ones that had the bears a little bit higher of a ranking so i'm not really surprised that there was no uh that we didn't rise with our play because they had us higher than what many publications did um, heading into the season. So that kind of makes sense there. Uh, while, you know, they credited our defense very heavily, they talked about how bad the offense looked in the first half. And, you know, it, it, that, that's that's per the course. But we ranked 25th on ESPN. Uh, on Yahoo Sports, we actually ranked 25th as well. But that is a four-spot rise for us. We were in at 29th uh, last week. So we rised up four spots after that victory. Uh, against the 49ers last week and then cbs sports also has us ranked as 25th we were 30th so we rose five spots on cbs sports power rankings and then nfl.com that had us ranked as the 32nd uh the worst team in the nfl in power rankings last week now have us ranked as number 25th as well so quite a bit of rise there and then coming in the lowest spot that we are usa today has us ranked as 29th that's a, a, a rise of one spot. They had us ranked as number 30th last, last week in their power rankings. So what you're seeing there is that it's pretty fair, pretty even. We're pretty much 25th. Everybody's looking at us as, 20, as being uh, 25th in the power rankings right now, except USA Today, which is, you know, it's USA Today. It is what it is. But, you know, so it's nice to see that people are taking notice that, you know, we are rising in many power rankings. What do the power rankings mean this early in the season? Not much. What do they really mean over the course of the season? That's yeah, it's, it's marked for debate there, but it is good that while the national media conversation hasn't really changed much around the Chicago Bears, we are seeing that these publications are starting to notice, hey, maybe the Bears might be a little bit better than what we're giving them credit for to start the season. And so I'll continue to monitor it. We do have a big test in week two against Green Bay and see how we how we respond to that. I'm telling you right now. If this Bears defense looks good against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, and we God forbid we win that game, don't be surprised if a lot if we shoot up considerably in most power rankings um, next week. So we'll definitely be continuing to monitor that. Um, so yeah, it's 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 good, it's fun, it is what it is. But 
I will say this, right? And this is me talking about me outside of the power rankings. The hangover, so to say, over that win against the 49ers is starting to wear off and really starting to focus on, okay, this is what the Bears need to do to continue to improve. This is what I want to see from this team. And this is what the, the Bears can build off of. But these are there are also some things for concern as well. And so we're going to continue to see that hammer out over the course of the season for sure. I've already said, you know, I, I say it almost on every episode now. I've been very um, vocal on the fact that I do think that it's going to be, we're not going to see the Bears offense operating consistently at high levels. I don't think until about week four or five or six. That's where I think things are going to really even out for the Chicago Bears. But hey, it was fun to see them improve in the second half. And if they can continue to build off those improvements, it may push that timeline that I see the Bears offense really starting to click at high levels to even further, even more. So we will continue to watch that. But let me know what you guys think about the power rankings watch. Like I said, it's something interesting to have a conversation with, especially, you know, looking at where we rank amongst all the different power rankings and things like that. I think it's fun, but let me know what you guys think about that down below. But let's get into the comments from Byron Pringle on our quarterback, Justin Fields. And, you know, I love to read direct quotes because that keeps my interpretation out of it. I give it to you guys exactly. This is what Byron Pringle said. I love his composure throughout the game from the first to the fourth. He knew it was four, it was four quarters. We have to play not just one half. I like how he handled himself, kind of like the guy where I left from Pat Mahomes. He's always calm and, and being able to prog progress and keep the offense rolling not just giving up on the guys because something bad happened early in the game. And he said this, that's just being a pro. That's a big leap, especially for a second-year player, just because I know you've probably seen other players pout, uh, like get down and probably blame, finger-pointing behind closed doors. He just kept his composure and was able to lead the offense and orchestrate it in the correct way. And that's what that's what I've been saying for the longest, right? And, and you know, the, it was a tell of two halves for this team, but Justin Fields did not let himself get completely shaken. it did now i will say there were times in that first half where i was like all right where's justin's mental at is it is it going he you know a couple of passes that you can kind of jet it out there and stuff like that but once it seemed like justin fields realized hey i'm not protected as well i don't have time in this pocket i'm about to take off make some plays with my feet at the end of that second quarter he built on that then you know used that as a confidence builder and then came out in the second half really composed and, and played very well this is what we want to see from a quarterback, is it going to be perfect with Justin Fields right now? No. Is Justin Fields going to is the final version of himself right now? No. We all know this, but the things that we are looking for that we came into the season wanting to see from Justin Fields is the development. And at least in one game so far this season, we saw a kind of a a snapshot of that all in one game. We saw him face some adversity. We saw him uh, how he adjusted to that adversity, and then we saw him come out more composed and then take the adversity that he faced in that first half. And, and use that to play much better in the second half. And that's kind of what we wanted to see over the course of this whole season for Justin Fields is that growth and development through mistakes, through trials, through things like that. And we got to see that in the first in the in this first game against the 49ers. And so a lot to build off of. And Justin Fields, you know, as he continues to show, improve, and become that franchise quarterback that so many Bears fans and this organization wants him to be, and that we think he is going to develop into. It's good to see him, you know, kind of face it. Do we want our quarterback getting sacked twice? No. Do we want our offense looking completely broken down in one half of football? No, we don't want those things. But if those things do happen, what we do want to see is them continue to build on top of that. Now, one of the things that is that as well, we're going to use that to jump off into talking about the rookies overall. Um, you know, Tevin Jenkins is a second year player, not a rookie, but even Braxton Jones and like how the Bosa got through him that one play in but yeah, they changed some of the, the coverages in general not to leave Braxton out on himself on an island, so to say. 
But these are good tests for him. And then Gordon and Brisker. Listen, I I completely, completely called uh, Gordon out for that play. It seemed like he just completely fell asleep on. But we saw him develop over the course of that game, not make that mistake again, not not take advantage um, or, or, or of his speed, right, and, and not let players just completely get him out on the island. And so we saw Gordon, Brisker, made his impact felt in that game, and he should have had a turnover as well. But Brisker and how he played, and then, of course, Dominique Robinson, who just completely – Dominique Robinson was not on my, like, list of, of players that I thought we were going to see much for because he was on the defensive end um, and – because of, you know, having Travis Gibson, uh, Alcohol and Muhammad, Robert Quinn, all defensive ends ahead of him. But he came in and he made his impact felt. The way that these rookies are flashing, the way that they're building. Um, and, you know, Justin Fields isn't a rookie either. He's a second-year player. But the way that the young players on the on this team took that that game one and took the adversity that they faced, the, the mistakes that they made, and they learned from them within that same game gives us so much to look forward to on this team as we continue to build these players out. So. But, like, the Bears have a great young core that they're going to continue to develop. And like I said before, and it may be underrated, what Ryan Poles did in this draft, once the season's over, and we'll check in. We'll probably do a mid-season check-in and then an end-of-season check-in as well on a rookie watch. The rookies that we have on this team, Ryan Poles may have had one of the most underrated best drafts from a first-year GM, considering they didn't have any first-round picks. Like, the work that he did, when you look at the number of rookies that are playing impact positions for the Chicago Bears that made an impact in the week one win, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Like, and I, after that draft, keep in mind, uh, C-Dub and Bobby, because I wasn't available, did go live during the draft. I was so frustrated or questioned so much of what Ryan Pose did in that draft. I had to pop in the comments. And so now looking at this, like I have to admit, and again, it's preseason in one week. We got to see, and we got to continue to check in over the course of the season, but Ryan Poles may have had a completely underrated great draft when you look at the depth that he added to this team without having some of the 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 higher picks that we would have wanted and the draft capital that the the pre- previous regime gave up as well. So there, it, Ryan Poles did his thing, and it, it it fills me with a lot of joy to see and name as many rookies that actually had an impact as we continue. And we know, hey. And that, that the thing about it that's so special in what Ryan Poles did is that if these players do work out, Tevin Jenkins, Dominique Robinson, Brisker, Gordon, like as these players work out, we know we got a lot of cap space coming in next season. But if these players grow and develop over the course of the season and show that they're going to be rotations to some to starters for some, you don't have you still don't have to spend as much money. That allows you to use that more that money on other positions of impact. Like Ryan Poles, so far so good to me and on the lookout. And you know we're on. We're on Genius or Jackass Watch, uh, dubbed by C-Dub. And so as of right now, Ryan Poles is looking completely like a genius. But let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. The announcers have been set for our Week 2 matchup against Green Bay against the Green Bay Packers. This is a primetime game. This game airs at 7 p.m., 7.15 Central, I think 8.15 Eastern Time. Mike Chirico, Chris Collinsworth, Melissa Stark are going to be on that for the Sunday Night Football primetime. We've lost the last 11 I'm sorry, 11 of the last 12 games against the Green Bay Packers. We have not beat the Green Bay Packers since 2018. Get those cheesehead motherfuckers. I'm sorry, I've been trying not to curse as much, but it had to come out. I hate cheeseheads. I hate the Packers. I hate the Packers with a passion. I hate Aaron Rodgers. I can't wait to see this game. I can't wait to see how the defense performs in this game because that's going to be the key here in this game. The hits concept. How does it adopt it? Do we, do we continue our streak of, of, of quarterback hits and putting pressure on the quarterback? Those are all things that are going to be needed 
against a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. And we'll talk about it more. We still got some days into the game. But six-game losing streak against the Green Bay Packers. We need to snap that. We need to snap. Have not beat the Packers since 2018. Can we get that win? But shout out. That's the announcing team on that uh, for the call on Sunday against the Packers. Let me know what you guys think about all that down below. But that is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you follow the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central, gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. we got our own voicemail now. We're no longer sharing it with Chicago Bull Central. It's also down in the description, whether you're on YouTube or the podcast side, where you can find how to get those texts and our voicemails in for our Friday mailbag episodes. But that is it for me for today. Uh, like I liked in every episode on Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.